At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back to the show. It is Betting Across America, and it's presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host from Las Vegas. Your other host from Boston, Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, breaking news a little bit here. Expected news, though. Uh, Kawhi Leonard is expected to re-sign with the Clippers. Um, no surprise right there. I don't think he's going to play for a while, though. So, uh, I don't know. He's coming off that partially torn. ACL, right? And and so when is he going to be back for the Clippers to even impact uh, their chances of winning a title next year? Yeah, I think that's a great point, Pritch. I expect him to miss some time uh, as well to start the season. How much of it, we don't know. First quarter, first half. You know, I think with Kawhi, you're getting to a point where it's like, hey, man, we just need you ready to go in the playoffs because mm. if we have Paul George and Kawhi, we got, a, we got a fighter's chance here. We really saw, you know, Paul George had a valiant effort in the playoffs when Kawhi went down, uh, but one guy can only do so much. If you're going to, if you want to realize your goals here with, with the Clippers, you need Kawhi to be healthy. So I think it's more of a long-term play. I did notice as well, though, Pritch, uh, Clippers just re-signed Reggie Jackson okay. as well two years that's the key million. one yeah key player here precious a guy uh, i think you and me we uh, we were doing nba finals nba playoff shows and i feel like we uh we were hammering the uh the reggie jackson over three pointers every time over two and a half i feel like he cashed it uh quite a bit here but uh, i think that was a sneaky good move they just brought in i saw as well justice winslow a mm-hmm. guy who you know kind of a cup of coffee here you know as he showed flashes but been injured quite a bit uh right now the clippers are plus 1600 also, Pritch, some more news here. Uh, Kevin Durant staying with the Nets here. Big money for Durant. Four years, $198 million. So, uh, Pritch, uh, you ever make $50 million a year? It's, I, I wonder what it's like. It's, it's pretty nice there. Uh, but Nets plus 240, uh, the favorite to win the NBA title. So, uh, again, to me, I still go back to Grayson Allen. I like that move a lot for the Bucs. Okay. You know, you're going to hear about Kawhi. You're going to hear about Durant today. But adding a shooter like Grayson Allen to the Bucks plus 900, getting DiVincenzo back, to me, I'd rather have a future on the Bucks right now than uh, than, than a Brooklyn Nets plus two forty. All right, highlighting the Bucks today. Uh, it's not big news with Kawhi. I think a lot of people expected that to happen. Certainly, um, and then the impact of him resigning with the Clippers uh, probably not going to be felt to like what you mentioned playoff time. Uh, as long as the Clippers do their part, the rest of the team uh, does their part to help the Clippers get to the playoffs. So let's move on to the Olympics. Team USA, Josh, minus thirteen and a half now uh, against France uh, in that gold medal match. Yeah, so big move here toward Team USA. I think they open, I want to say 12 and a half, something mm-hmm. around 12. Uh, you can shop around. I see one books at 13 right now, so different numbers across the board. Uh, but yeah, movement toward Team USA. To me, Pritch, there's two things going on right now. Number one, we do have to point out that uh, a lot of us, uh, you, you and I included, holding that minus 200 ticket on Team USA when they bottomed out at minus 200 mm-hmm. to win the gold. So that was kind of an ultimate teachable moment. Now, they could lose today to France. That would stink. But a teachable moment of, hey, you know, deflated numbers. You open minus 1,000, a couple bumps along the way, a few losses you didn't expect. 
but you got your reinforcements, uh, you know, with Booker and Middleton and Holiday. You kind of learn from your losses, minus 200. Now this thing is way up right now to around minus 1,000. So, again, anyone who listened to the show jumped on Team USA when things weren't looking great at minus 200. You're feeling really good going into this uh, gold medal game. The other thing, Pritch, you know, I'm not really interested in laying 13 and a half right now, but I would say one thing to look out for for Team USA is live lining team USA. Right. This is a team that there's been a pat- pattern here, Pritch, where, you know, they're down in the first quarter. They're down by four points at halftime. They're tied at halftime. This is a team for whatever reason that they're kind of slow starters. And then, you know, whether it's coach Popovich with a great locker room speech, or they just flip a switch, they roll in the second half. So I think what I would look out for is a live line. If they're down by two at half, if, if it's tied at half, if they're down by six, I'd be looking at a live line opportunity with team USA, because this has kind of been their MO lately, kind of hang around down a little bit at half and then, you know, put your foot on the gas and roll second half. So keep an eye for a, out for a live line opportunity with team USA today. And then you take uh, into consideration France uh, with uh, Gobert and Batum and, and certainly Fournier. I mean, uh, that total 175 and a half now. Yeah, 175 and a half. You know, we do see a much lower total than the Slovenia and Australia game, the, the bronze medal game. That one's at 181 and a half, Pritch. So wow. maybe a little bit, uh, a few extra points here. We talk about the rules, how they're different. Right. International play versus NBA. Uh, you know, in the NBA, you, you look at a guy sideways or, or or cough on him, it's a foul. In international play, it's not. So there are differences <laughs> here. There's more goaltending. There's no three-second. That's a reason why lower end total. Uh, so, again, I don't have much in terms of, you know, like I'm not holding a, a ticket on this right of the total tonight, but these are just things that uh, you want to keep an eye out for. And to me, yep. it's looking out for this live line and hoping you cash your minus 200. Absolutely. Look forward to that. It's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host, Josh Applebaum, live out there in Boston, and we are presented by BetMGM. Uh, so, Josh, the wild card races in Major League Baseball getting exciting, uh, unfortunately, for the Red Sox. Uh, the division is still in their grasp, but it, it, it's slipping, though. Uh, so now we focus on the wild card situation for them. Now, for them to make the playoffs, they're minus 500 still, uh, even though, you know, division, we'll see what happens with that division out there. Oakland is plus 125. There's zero games back uh, of the wild card situation. The Yankees closing fast, minus 135. How about that? Uh, and then you still have the Blue Jays at plus 155, 13 and 1 for Seattle as well. Seattle's just three and a half games back there for that wild card race. Yes, yeah, Seattle's still in play. Uh, this is a team that's been really scrappy here. And again, a team you kind of dismiss and don't think much about. But uh, Pritch, I'll be honest, my Red Sox, I'm worried about them right now. <laughs> uh, a lot of things you hear about. So I think they're one in five, their last six. They've really struggled post, uh, post-trade post deadline. And I think the tough thing with the Sox, uh, High and Bloom, their GM, is really getting hammered here in the Boston Talk Radio because you saw the Yankees load up, get Rizzo, get Gallo, get right. Andrew Heaney. You saw the Jays kind of load up as well. They got Brad Hand, they got Jose Barrios. All these other teams, even the you know Tampa Bay Rays, they get Nelson Cruz. All these other opponents are making moves. The Red Sox, they get Kyle Schwarber, but he was injured. And it's just like you could have really boosted this team. I know you're going to get Chris Sale back, um, but they're not in a good they're not in a good spot right now. And one thing that I noticed what Alex Cora did, who I think is a great manager, obviously uh, like Belichick, Pritch, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. But <laughs> either way, uh, but with Cora, he showed the team a hype video of Kyle Schwarber hitting all these home runs. And that's kind of scary to me. Like you need to give your team a pep talk. Like they know who Kyle Schwarber is. That's just a bad sign that maybe they needed like uh, a carrot at the end of the, you know, a, you know, box of uh, a gold at the end of the, the rainbow here. That was a little worrisome that he felt like he needed to do that. That's just kind of a weird move. So to me, Pritch, 
Oakland plus 125, that intrigues me. The Oakland A's team that always seems to turn it on late, got got uh, Starling Marte. Um, and then also the Blue Jays plus 155. They got a great offensive lineup. If you can lean on Robbie Ray Barrios, I'm not going to lay a minus 500 with the Red Sox. I don't want to say this, Pritch. I was raised a Red Sox fan, and my dad always talks about 1978, Bucky bleeping Dent where they had this huge lead against the Yankees and they cough it up. I hope that doesn't happen, but it's not looking good for the Red Sox right now. Yeah, it seems like everybody's getting uneasy out there a little bit there, Josh. I mean, uh, sitting pretty for a long time. The first half, in fact, for the Sox. Uh, but since the All-Star break, I, I mean, that schedule has not been kind for sure. Now, they take on Toronto. Um, I don't know if you're going to have action in this game or not, but Toronto's favorite, minus 145, uh, nine is a total in this one. So typically, Pritch, you know me, I love road division dogs, high totals. Mm -hmm. If anything, I'd lean Toronto here. I mean, the road division dog high total will benefit the Red Sox. But I just saw that Jaron Duran, uh, kind of their young stud uh, center field prospect, he's on the COVID list. And that always scares me because these guys hang out together, Pritch. And, uh, and if he's hanging out with other players, is do we see later today that there are other Red Sox who are on the COVID list? So that kind of worries me a bit. The other thing is this is 50-50 bet split right down the middle. Public doesn't know what to do. Yeah, the Red Sox have lost a few games here, but you're still getting plus money. How do you not grab that with Nathan Avaldi? But yet, ticket split is even, and this line is actually going to the Blue Jays here, Pritch. They open uh, minus 135. They've been bet up to around minus 145. We have seen home favorites do well this year, uh, 60%. You also get home favorites off a win, 61%. And Alec Manoa is on the bump here, mm -hmm. uh, who's been a young prospect who's been pretty good. You know, if you are if you don't want to, you know, mess around with the, with the, uh, the money line, there is some liability to the over, Pritch. It's nine over minus 120. Uh, and we have seen um, with Rogers Center retractable roof. Remember, the Jays are not in uh, Buffalo anymore. They're not in Florida. They're back in Toronto, back in Canada. The roof is open at Rogers Center. It's 80 degrees. Wind's blowing out 10 miles an hour. So maybe we get some runs there. Uh, that over nine juiced up intrigues me. And I would actually lean the, the Jays here. Uh, they're rolling. The Red Sox are in a tough spot. Yeah, Blue Jays are run differential plus 114. <laughs> By the way, Red Sox plus 42 right there. Uh, speaking of the Yankees, now they have a game against the uh, Seattle Mariners. Uh, doing it with prospects uh, along the way in terms of pitching. COVID has affected that roster as well, though. Uh, but the last 10, they're 8-2 and two in their last 10, closing fast on that wild card situation. Yeah, they're closing in here, Pritch. And again, it just pains me. Like, Anthony Rizzo should have gone to the Red Sox. It just annoys <laughs> me that uh, he's, he's dropping bombs there for the Yankees on the short porch. But uh, I digress. Anyway, Pritch, this game here, mm -hmm. um, you know, we do have, as you mentioned, COVID. Gary Sanchez is going to be out for this one. Now, we really haven't seen any movement. This is Peralta against Gonzalez. A couple lefties here. Yankees pretty much open minus 170, minus 175. Really haven't moved at all. They're the popular play, yet it's kind of a line freeze situation. So Mariners would have a couple of things I look at. They're not a division dog, but a road dog high total of 10 here. You know, my play would be the over Pritch. Uh, this is a Yankee team that's mashing the ball right now. You have a couple pitchers with high ERAs around five or higher. And this total was 10, uh, even minus 120 at the opener. Now it's minus 110 or uh, sorry, minus 120 juice to the over. So some over money looks like it came in. Uh, it's going to be hot night at Yankee Stadium around 85 degrees. Winds blowing out to left field. And also Tim Timmons is the home plate ump. He's actually a pretty good uh, over ump. He kind of squeezes pitchers. He's around 53% to the over. So uh, again, not much movement to the Yankees. 
that's too big of a number for me to lay, especially with a little bit of line freeze, maybe mm -hmm. respectability for the Mariners. My play would be the over. I'm going to root for some runs that over 10 is juice. Maybe we get a, you know, a six, five game. Do you like the uh, one minus one thirty five for the Yankees to make the playoffs? I mean, Seattle's sitting at 13 to one too, but um I'm curious about the Mariners still. Uh, they're surprising people just three and a half games back uh, of the wild card situation, but I, I don't know if I want to bet 13 to one yet. Yeah, I'm, I don't think, I don't know, Pritch. I don't see Seattle maybe. Okay. Uh, again, I think they're going to be in it. They're only three and a half games back and 13 to one. That's a pretty good number, but you have all these teams bunched up. I mean, there's only two spots here, you know, uh, and again, of the Yankees, Jays in Seattle, you know, uh, maybe one of these two jumps up to me. I, I wouldn't lay the minus 135 Yankees just because, you know, if I'm going to bet one of these teams to make a move here, you got to give me a little plus money here, Pritch. I would rather the Jays, you know, again, bring in Barrios, you know, if, they, if their lineup, I think is going to continue to hit. It. You look at their one through seven, Pritch. Mm -hmm. This is a really, really deep offensive lineup here. They're back in Canada. They're getting their home home fans back into it. If you're making me pick one of these teams that isn't in the playoff picture right now and expecting them to jump into it, I'd much rather go Jays one plus 155, little plus money than laying it with the Yankees. Well, let's give the prices right now for the divisional races in the AL East. Uh, because I think this is fascinating as Tampa Bay, they're a game and a half in front of Boston right now. The Yankees, mine, uh, they're five and a half back uh, here. Toronto's six and a half back. So you look at the AL East, the Rays minus 105 to win that division. The Red Sox plus 135 and then the Yankees at plus 700 right there. Yeah, so I think depending on what, when you, you know, kind of uh, honed in on this bet and when you got down, at one point the Rays, Pritch, we did a show, I want to say two weeks ago, they're like plus 130. This is when the Red Sox were in first place here. That was kind of the time to grab the Rays. The Red Sox, you know, I'm down on them right now, but again, you will get Chris Sale back. Uh, possibly I heard the 12th of uh, August could be his first uh, start back in the bigs. I think that could be against the Yankees. That's going to be a big game. Mm -hmm. uh, Schwarber, you get him healthy back in lineup. I mean, there are reinforcements right there, but the thing that you you mentioned about the run differential. Uh, it kind of tells me that the Red Sox kind of got lucky with their record so far where, um, you know, a team like Toronto actually has a higher run, almost double run differential telling you that from start to finish or start to now, they've been a more consistent team. Uh, I would lean Rays to win the AL East. I just think there's a team that this is kind of their time of year. As long as they can stay healthy, you bring in crews. I think they're the team to beat, uh, but the Yankees at plus 700, if they make it interesting, right. you know, if they keep winning what, and doing what they're doing, that plus 700 right now, a week from now could be plus 400. It's kind of trending in that direction. You might get good closing line value to sweat the Yankees to maybe catch, uh, catch the Rays. Yankees run differential plus 15 on the season so far so work to do right there for sure uh, we'll see what happens uh, interesting odds out though for the American League this you know Tampa Bay they have um, uh, Baltimore uh, any thoughts on that matchup at all yeah, so Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Pritch, mm -hmm. the line hasn't moved too much here. You know, this is a, a heavy uh, public favorite toward Tampa Bay. This is Yarbrough against John Means. Open around Rays minus 143, stayed pretty much exactly where it's at. There's kind of been no movement. So I don't really want to sweat Tampa Bay in the division, a popular play with a high total with a line freeze. To me, if anything, that kind of leans me the Orioles in that spot. Um, but it's a layoff for me in terms of the money line, Pritch. But I do like this over. One thing I noticed about the total, uh, it opened nine and a half even minus 110. The public is actually taking this under because of John Means. We remember him throwing a no-hitter. He was hurt for a while. He's back. He's got a good ERA. Uh, on Fade the Public Friday, I joke about this, Rich, but I want these gross plays that the public is against. 
Typically, that means you're betting unders. This is a weird one where the public actually likes the Orioles under, which makes me kind of like the over, because even though the public's on the under, the total 9.5 is juiced up minus 115 to the over. So it's kind of a contrarian over type spot. Also, uh, about 90 degrees in Baltimore, wind blowing out 10 miles an hour. Uh, I'm looking at the over 9.5 in that one, Pritch. All right, let's get to the National League, because this is intriguing, too, just like the AL East. Uh, You have the NL West that's getting it done. Now, odds to make the playoffs. The Dodgers are off the board here. Uh, I don't know what that number would be anyway. Uh, And then the Padres, minus 550 uh, right there. So the wild card situation, uh, let's look at the Reds plus 310. The Phillies, possible that they could win their division. There's plus 240 here to make the playoffs. Uh, And then the Braves, uh, plus 300 to make the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, first off, Dodgers off the board, and even if it was on the board, it's probably minus 1,000. It's probably some huge number here <laughs> right. uh, that maybe isn't, isn't really worth your while. Obviously, Padres, big favorite here, minus 550. I'm not really interested in laying that number as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, They've had some issues. What's up with Tatis? He hurt his shoulder. Is he going to be out for a while? Their pitching's been a little erratic. That's another team, kind of like the Red Sox, where you thought you had Scherzer, and now you see it go to your arch rival, the Dodgers there. So uh, they're going to have to bounce back from that. I still like Frazier they picked up, utility guy at the the top of the lineup, you know, leading the league in hits. Um, if anyone intrigues me there, Pritch, I kind of think maybe the Reds or one of these NL East teams, the Phillies Braves, those plus money numbers kind of intrigue me. You know, it may turn out that it's just, you know, Padres and Dodgers and chalk wins out, but the Reds have been a scrappy team. You know, they lost some guys from last year. If they get Castellanos back, you got a good lineup. Their pitching's been better than expected. Uh, Phillies have, re- if both the Phillies and the Braves have really tightened the gap there in the yeah. NL East. You know, the updated numbers, Pritch, the Mets were what, plus or minus 200 to win that division? I want to say like a week ago. They're basically even money right now. And now you're seeing the Phillies Braves who are like plus 400. They're coming down to around the plus 200, plus 300 range. Mm-hmm. So to me, uh, I know a lot of people are looking at the Phillies. It makes a lot of sense to maybe catch the Mets. I still think the Braves are going to have something to say here. I love the moves that they made to add to their uh, their outfield. They got a pretty good uh, offensive lineup here. If they can just stabilize their pitching and lean on Charlie Morton, I don't think you can dismiss the Braves. I kind of like both of those uh, those dog bets there uh, with the Phillies and the Braves. If you get one of them, Pritch, and you're getting plus 210, plus 250 there, hey, you can, you can win yourself a unit and a half on that one. Yeah, I mean, you have Cincinnati in front of the Mets the Phillies and Atlanta in terms of the wildcard race. Cincinnati's just three and a half games back. Uh, the Mets five games, depending on, you know, how it shakes out in that division, of course. Uh, you're going to have to win that division. Uh, so uh, is it the Braves, the Phillies, or the Mets here? We just had those odds there to win that division there, too. So, Josh, minus 105 for the Mets. Uh, the Phillies plus 210. Uh, and then you have the Braves at plus 250. Yeah, I'm gonna lean. I'm gonna lean Braves here, Pritch. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna kind of take a walk on walk on the old tightrope here. But uh, to me, the Mets. This isn't really a question if Degrom is healthy. I think that minus 105 is more like minus 200. But if Degrom is out here for a while. Um, that to me kind of is a game changer with the Mets. You know, we did see them pick up Javier Baez and I can't wait to see, you know, Baez Lindor <laughs> double play combination. I actually heard Baez may play third base here, Pritch. So the lineup you, you still like, you got a lot of big boppers. You got Alonzo in, in, a, in a deep, uh, you know, one through nine here. But do they have enough pitching? Is their bullpen good enough? That's what I question. The Phillies, to me, they're just so Jekyll and Hyde. I, I can't stand their bullpen. I feel like they blow a lot of leads. Uh, the Braves, to me, are just kind of that team that, you know, once Acuna got hurt, a lot of people I thought, or even, you know, me included, were like, hey, the Braves are done. They're going to just sell off people and no Acuna, just give up on the air. 
I think you got to be careful with the Braves. To me, it's a team that if you start to believe and you start to have that chip on your shoulder, like no one believes in us, Acuna is gone. You know, they got a pretty good veteran lineup here and their pitching is probably better than you think. I would lean, if you're making me pick one of those, I'm going to go Braves and take a little plus money, plus 250. Okay, we both like the over in the game with uh, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati yesterday. Uh, they go at it again, minus 180 for Cincinnati, nine and a half is the total in this game. Yeah, big move to Pittsburgh here, Pritch. And I'm really not interested in sweating the Pirates here. <laughs> you know, Pirates yeah. uh, obviously uh, trade away Frazier. This is a team that's rebuilding. They got the number one pick in the draft. This kid, I think it's Henry Davis, a catcher from Louisville. So uh, they're playing for the future here. Mm-hmm. But again, we got to admit, the line did go to the Pirates here. So if you had jumped on the Pirates at plus money, you're, you're going to beat the closing line. This thing opened Cincinnati like minus 215. It's all the way down to minus 180. So on the one hand, you say Reds are the much better team. Pirates are terrible on the road. Pirates are terrible as a as a dog. Uh, and you could say, hey, I'm getting a better number on Cincy now. It was minus 215. Now it's minus 180. This is a layoff for me because on the one hand, you're getting a better number with the Reds. Right. But why are you getting a better number? Because definitely there was some fearless wise guys who took the Pirates here with some plus money. So um, I also don't really want to sweat the Pirates. I missed kind of the the much better payout there, Pritch. I could, you know, you could have gotten like a plus 190. Mm-hmm. So kind of a layoff for me. I would say the over though, you know, we're showing nine and a half, but a lot of these books actually opened at nine uh, and have been bet up to nine and a half. So we do know Great American Ballpark, one of the best stadiums here uh, for overs this year. It's kind of a band box. You got you know, small dimensions. It's also going to be a hot night, you know, 85 degrees in Cincinnati, wind blowing out. Uh, over ump Mark Rippinger on mm-hmm. 52% to the over. So Pritch, if we're going to sweat a play here, uh, I'm not going to go against the big move against the pirates. I'm not going to lay it uh, with Cincinnati, but I'm going to sweat an over at great American ballpark. That's one of the best over stadiums for overs this year. Hey, it worked yesterday. That's for sure. How about Atlanta <laughs> minus 180 at home uh, against Washington nines a total. Not too much in this one for yeah. me, Pritch. This is a layoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a move really at all. Public is all over Atlanta. Uh, again, you win a couple games there. And by the way, Pritch, last night I sweat the Braves. Talk about an eighth inning. They rolled on the eighth <laughs> inning to get that win. But Atlanta, big public play. They haven't really moved off a of minus 180. I got nothing on that one, Pritch. All right. Well, you do have something. Some more money coming your way. I'm getting you highly familiar with Benjamin. Uh, some more $100. Let's see what you do with the Cy Young and the NL. That's coming up next. episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod is focused on tomorrow's million-dollar Whitney Stakes at Saratoga. Trainer Kenny McPeak talks about sending his champion Philly Swiss skydiver against male rivals. Tim Wilkin of the Albany Times Union will preview tomorrow's card at Saratoga. Rampart Casino Sportsbook Director Dwayne Colucci handicaps weekend races at Saratoga and Del Mar. Subscribe now at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher, or download it now at vcin.com slash podcast. 
The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So Benjamin's coming at you right now, Josh Applebaum. So before we get into this with the NL Cy Young, I want people to know that Jacob deGrom is now 10-1 to 1, uh, to be the NL Cy Young winner. But here's the odds. Bueller plus 270. Wheeler plus 350. Gosman plus 350. Woodruff plus 425. Burns uh, plus 525 right there. Yeah, so first off, Pritch, just from the American League perspective, before we get to National League, to me in the American League, it's Lance Lynn right now. Right. Lance Lynn, uh, I'm sweating, by the way, I'm sweating the Chicago White Sox, Pritch. So if they're you catch me looking runs. over my screen, <laughs> yeah, they're up two. They get, they just got out of a jam there. That was a big move to uh, to the White Sox. I think they're like minus 150 or like minus 180. Uh, but anyway, uh, Lance Lynn uh, having a career year right now. He's minus 165 in the mm-hmm. AL. Uh, Garrett Cole has COVID. You have uh, Carlos Rodon has been banged up. So anyway, in the AL, I- I'm, on the, uh, I'm on the Lance Lynn train. But Looking at the National League, Pritch, I think you got it wide open right now. You got a lot of guys in between that plus 270 to plus 525. I mean, you got six good, really good pitchers, you know, in that mix right now. To me, I think you got to give props to Walker Bueller. Uh, this is a guy that uh, we've heard about for many years. Has been a young, uh, young stud who I think they're gonna, you know, when uh, whenever Clayton Kershaw retires, is the guy that's gonna take the, the reins here and be the ace of the Dodgers, highly touted uh, player who's been great in his young career. But I think he's finally putting it all together this season. 11 and 2, 2.16 ERA, playing for the best team in the league, uh, plus 270 Pritch. I'm going to put my first 25 bucks on Walker Bueller. Um, next one, Kevin Gosman. I'll put 25 on him. Gosman was a guy who was a high pick uh, and, and really kind of flamed out with the Orioles, really just could not put it together, and then kind of died and went to heaven there with San Fran here, Pritch. Uh, 10 and 5, 2.31 ERA. He's plus 350. Uh, I, I'm looking at him as if, you know, the, the Giants continue to compete and make this thing interesting. His numbers could continue to get better and better. Uh, Zach Wheeler, I'm not going to put any money on him just because um, I think his, you know, kind of his uh, win-loss record, 9-6, and 2.57 ERA, he may not have as many wins as these, as these other guys. Um, you know, Woodruff and Burns, a couple guys from Milwaukee, uh, you know, good numbers as well, but not enough wins overall. I think you got to get close to that 15-win range in order to win this award. Um, Freddie Peralta is a guy that no one talks about that mm-hmm. I know Josh Towers, our colleague, has really banged the drum on. He's 8-3, and 2.21 ERA. Pritch, I forget how much money I have left. I'm not going to put it on DeGrom because I think even though his his numbers are great, he may not play the rest of the year, and he's only had 15 starts. And even though he's 7-2, and 1.08 ERA, I don't think he's going to have enough, uh, enough sample size there to win this award. Whatever money I've left, I'm going to put it on Max Scherzer, Pritch. There Max you Scherzer. Go. Seven to one. He mm-hmm. goes to the Dodgers. He's nine and four, two point seven five ERA. Now he's going to be on the best team of his career, other than that World Series year with the Nats, and just a lot of run support on a really good team. So I can see Scherzer at seven to one getting hot here, uh, last two months of the season, and maybe his numbers are so good, and he's the you know the stud ace of the best team in baseball. Uh, I think it's Bueller. But Scherzer would be my dark horse at a really good 7-1 payout. What are you thinking, Prince? Well, I'm wondering about that rotation. I really like this Scherzer at plus 700, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about that rotation right now for the Dodgers because Cole Hamels, they signed him. Uh, now, Clayton Kershaw, he's injured. He's on the 10-day, uh, uh, I believe. But, yeah, when is he going to be back, though, you know, and, and how effective is he going to be, too? So he's the ace. He's a, he's a first in a rotation right there. You got Scherzer. Then you got Bueller, uh, who was probably third in that rotation. But yet Bueller is leading from the NL Cy Young standpoint in terms of odds at plus 270. 
Yeah, it's kind of crazy, Pritch. You know, if we can get Scherzer healthy, if you're a Dodgers fan, imagine going into a, you know, a seven-game uh, playoff series, uh, you know, one Scherzer, two Bueller, you know, three Kershaw. I mean, maybe they'll give Kershaw the opener just because of his status, but uh, that's pretty scary. Also, you know, Trey Turner. They pick up Trey Turner, who's kind of forgotten in that Scherzer deal. He's still going through the COVID negative test, but you're going to get him in that lineup. Yeah. And, you know, Mookie Betts is starting to hit. Uh, you know, you still have Turner, Muncie, Bellinger, Will Smith. I mean, this is a really deep team. He had Trey Turner. I think Scherzer's going to get a lot of run support. And his numbers may really take off now that he's with the Dodgers. Yeah, who's the ace? Who would you make the ace of that rotation right now? I'd say Scherzer, right. Prince, but right. I, I Cy Young, there you go. go. With any of these guys. That's yeah. right. Plus 700, uh, Scherzer, if he's the ace. Uh, Bueller, plus 270 right there for the Dodgers. It's incredible. Uh, ben Fox is incredible. He's going to join the program. He's our D, uh, VP of digital content. He's on the program coming up next right here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. Great candidates fast. In fact, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to TalentNest. Get more at Indeed.com slash credit. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard out in Las Vegas. Josh Applebaum, your other host out in Boston. Um, you know, Josh, as we effort and we get Ben Fox here, our VP of digital content uh, on the program, um, you know, it's one of those situations where, you know, you look around how prevalent sports betting is becoming around the country. I mean, everybody, I mean, everybody is talking about it. Yeah, it's kind of incredible, Pritch. So it's going to be exciting to talk to Ben because he's really deep in a lot of these numbers here. Uh, I always get interested, you know, every year we look at, uh, or every month actually, we get updated numbers on which states are bringing in the biggest handle. So, you know, one thing we've seen since uh, PASPA was overturned in 2018, the Supreme Court decision uh, to uh, make basically uh, it unconstitutional not to be able to choose in your mm -hmm. borders whether or not you want to legalize betting. Obviously, a wave of legalized sports betting has really gripped the country. We're up to around 30 states. I think around 22 are now live and ready to go here. Uh, we have Arizona, which should be uh, ready to go live with legal sports betting, I believe, in time for week one of the NFL season. Uh, by me, Pritch, again, uh, bang, I'm uh, beating a dead horse here, but Massachusetts, we're halfway home. Right. Uh, they've passed the House. We're getting closer here in the state of Massachusetts. Finally seeing all these neighboring states go legal and Massachusetts lose this revenue. I think it's finally, uh, you know, kind of motivating a lot of the lawmakers to get this thing done finally. Uh, you know, Pritch, I'm not far from New Hampshire, which mm -hmm. is legal. Connecticut is, is south. I have relatives in Connecticut. They're about to go legal, uh, I, I think, in September as well. New York is the big one, obviously, because uh, they're going through all the protocols of, of handing out these licenses. The fees are absurd here, but that's going to okay. be a massive market overall. So, uh, Pritch, once Massachusetts legalizes, get ready. You're betting across America. We're going to party across America. Absolutely. Uh, you know, look, whatever recessions or pandemics, I mean, we, we find a way to grow ourselves out of situations. And I think uh, sports wagering is no different. Uh, you know, when you factor in the state's handles and uh, then all these bills that are on the docket in other states. And like what you mentioned, how many states right now have legalized sports betting? It's incredible. 
Yeah, it really is. And again, you know, kind of the anti-sports uh, betting stigma is really fading. And, you know, uh, when 2018, when the Supreme Court overturned mm-hmm. PASPA, you know, sports are going to be ruined. Pe- players are going to throw games. It's going to ruin the children. <laughs> none of that happened. It, yeah. None of that happened. And, and it just, if anything, the market is out of the shadows. It's now regulated. The tax money, hopefully, you know, that that pothole down your street, Pritch, that never gets filled. Yep. Hopefully sports betting fills that pothole. We give money to schools. Colorado, they're using it to, uh, you know, get, get together their, uh, their drinking water. So, so uh, again, if it's going to be, if, if people are going to bet anyway, mm-hmm. again, I think finally America is saying, hey, we, we kind of were against it for too long. The world didn't end when it got legalized and now it's above board. And hey, if people are going to bet, they're going to do it anyway. Let's at least make it legal and, and really all the protections in place to protect the consumer. Well, let's get to our VP of digital content right now. Ben Fox. Ben, how are you? Doing well, guys. Uh, oh, well, I should say I was doing well until now. Video of Justin Jefferson potentially going down with a shoulder injury seems to be surfacing. Ooh. So my my Friday was going well, uh, except for that. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, we were talking about that division earlier, and, and and I said the Vikings were a mess because of the quarterback situation. But Justin Jefferson perhaps going down because uh, we were examining the Bears and their chances. They were plus two twenty five or two seventy five. I want to say in terms of coming in second uh, and the uh, NFC North. Yeah, look, it's uh, it's very early since we've seen, you know, video about five minutes ago. Thankfully, if it's a shoulder, that's probably not a knee, an ankle, uh, something season-ending. But look, it, it's never good to have uh, probably your best player uh, go down in training camp. That's really the only thing you want to happen, right, is come out healthy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, it doesn't look like they accomplished that. But hey, we'll, we'll see what the actual diagnosis is later today when it comes in. Ben, it's great to talk to you. You know, Pritch and I, we were just uh, kind of setting you up here uh, to just wind you up and let you go when it comes to legalized sports betting. You do a great job on Twitter. Highly recommend people follow you. Uh, let's see. I want to make sure I get it right. At BFox22. Uh, but, Ben, just talk to us about the numbers you're seeing. Obviously, every every month they get bigger and bigger. Really, Jersey's kind of become the Nevada of the East Coast. But what are some other states you're looking at, and what are the numbers telling you about legalized betting and the handles across each state? Yeah, so it's something I like to track kind of on a monthly basis just to see really the the top 10 states and the market that's really been changing pretty significantly. And I think we'll probably see generally the same states in kind of the top four, top five that we've seen. Uh, New Jersey right now is far and away the leader. Uh, In June, they had $767 million. The second uh, state was Nevada with $545 million, so a pretty big gap there. And third, Illinois with 476 million, Pennsylvania fourth with 420. And those are kind of the top four states and have been for several months now, New Jersey, Nevada, Illinois, Pennsylvania, with really two, three, and four in some order. But New Jersey, the clear number one, they've had now 10 straight months of over $740 million in sports betting handle. Nobody else has one of those. So they've had 10 straight months of that. They are really kind of the top tier. The next tier we've really seen is Michigan, Indiana, Virginia, Colorado, uh, and then Tennessee and Iowa kind of rounding out the top 10. I think it'll be interesting as we go into this fall. We have Arizona coming online, have Maryland coming online, Louisiana, some other states, and then into next year when really the, one of the crown jewels and New York coming online with mobile. That will probably shake up the leaderboard as well as potentially what happens with Florida whether or not they get online sports betting now or later, uh, that will kind of shake up the leaderboard more than we've seen. But right now, New Jersey is the clear number one market. And it's really incredible. I mean, last night's game was boring. 
uh, unless you had the under uh, in Pittsburgh. I mean, we saw that all over Twitter, right? I mean, it made that game exciting if you had a wager on it. So uh, any notable bets that you've noticed in terms of the Super Bowl or, or anything uh, early on in the NFL season? I think the uh, one thing that's a bit disconcerting uh, as a Vikings fan is that several bookmakers I've spoken with, one of their largest liabilities is actually on the Vikings. Uh, they've had bets on the Vikings over mm. where they've had 80, 90% of the money on the Vikings over. Uh, I think as I follow up o- over the course of this month, my guess is that some of that was probably placed before the Aaron Rodgers news and probably trying to get out ahead of that as opposed to necessarily a true belief in the Vikings. But I think that was one thing that certainly stood out to me in some early conversations is, again, the Vikings should be an improved team. I don't know if anyone is saying they're a Super Bowl contender or necessarily going over uh, that number of nine, nine and a half. Well, he's Ben Fox, our VP of digital content. Again, like Josh Applebaum mentioned, you can follow Ben on Twitter at BFox22. Ben, enjoy your weekend. Thanks again for your time. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. There he goes, Ben Fox. Loaded with information when it comes to sports betting, Josh. Uh, cannot wait to get to our next segment because we still have to unveil the Josh Applebaum's gross play of the day. I think you have one. So certainly, and then react to uh, what to anticipate for the upcoming NFL season, in particular the preseason. Cashing tickets already. I love that. Uh, all that and more coming up next right here on VCND Sports Betting Network. Sports betting is heating up, so sign up right now for a risk-free first bet up to $600 at BetMGM. Be sure to use bonus code VSIN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Once again, it's promo code VSIN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. Get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, and daily boosted odds specials. It's a new customer offer. Paid and free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Gambling problem, 800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, You're sweating the White Sox uh, against the Cubs. Crosstown rival right there. I am, Pritch. Yeah, so 2 nothing going to the bottom of the six. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, we're, we're close, but it, we're close is only good in horseshoes and hand grenades, Pritch. So this is when the sweat really gets real the last few yeah. innings. But, yeah, a couple things I liked about the White Sox. You know, big line move in their favor. Minus 150, minus 160, all the way to minus 190. I think I got them around a minus one. 60-ish type number, but that was an interleague line move. Also, the White Sox have been great uh, coming off a loss this year. I think they're around 65%. Uh, kind of that dog, some or kind of that favorite low total situation, interleagues match. And also, the Cubbies, a team that, to me, is one of the, maybe a team you can bet against down the stretch, who really gave up all their big stars versus a White Sox team with Lance Lynn on the mound, who, uh, you know, they've had their bumps and bruises. For whatever reason, Pritch, the White Sox can't beat the Kansas City Royals. Other than that, they're having a pretty good year. Uh, but yeah, 2 nothing. Uh, I'm sweating the Southsiders right 
right now. Yeah, you know, for the White Sox, that was going to be difficult for them on the road. I think they're right around 500 on the road either way. But then at home, you would think that they would take care of business against Kansas City, but they couldn't do that either. So crosstown against the Cubs, uh, they lead right now 2-0. Uh, we talked about some notable games, some close races too, divisional races. Uh, let's get to some games and perhaps which we could cash some tickets. So uh, you like the Rockies against the Marlins here at home? I do like the Rockies and Pritch, by the way, just talking about White Sox, I got us two tickets to the Field of Dreams. So we're going to go on the cornfield next week. I think okay. it's next week where they're going to play that game yeah. uh, in Iowa. So, uh, Pritch, if you build it, they will come. Just so you know, you know clear your calendar. We're going to do betting across America from the cornfields. You know, that, <laughs> we're not, but that would be really cool. Uh, but, Pritch, I'm going Colorado. I wrote about the Rockies in the Visa newsletter last night. Sign up for free. Uh, all these breakdowns and great uh, great links, visa.com slash newsletter. But uh, Rockies here, Pritch, they're checking off quite a few boxes for me so on the one hand the public is split down the middle they don't know what to do these teams have almost the same exact record you got a pretty pretty decent pitcher here Alcantara on the mound for Miami we have a Herman Marquez for the Colorado Rockies what I like about this one Pritch it's kind of my and we got to come up with a name for this you know we have steam we have reverse line move all these you know hazmat we got to come up with a name for when the betting is even yet you see a move in one direction so I'll, I'll, I'll brainstorm some some names for this but it's a match with the Rockies tickets are split down the middle public doesn't know what to do yet the Lions go into Colorado they go from around minus 140 up to around minus 155 again in a vacuum theoretically if the bets are even a line shouldn't move at all but we know that those bigger wagers seem to be on the Rockies because it's a 50-50 split yet the Lions going in their direction uh, match a couple systems here Pritch non-division home favorites 61.4 percent this year non-division home favorites in the sweet spot of minus 150 to minus 175 66 percent uh, also Colorado Pritch you know we don't like them on the road we like them at home they're 16 and 7 as a favorite they're 35 and 21 at home Miami only 20 and 35 on the road in 29 and 45 as a dog and then I think you're really banking on just the bats of Colorado waking up here right. Pritch uh, Colorado's hitting 246 this year that's ninth best in baseball Miami's only hitting 234 that's 21st so yeah I'm gonna be sweating the Rockies here Pritch so you're, you're welcome to join me I'm going to Coors Field uh, you know rarefied air tonight I'm seeing that nine and a half total and thinking about that one the overs do set minus 115 out here in Vegas though yeah, to me, you know, it's tough. You know, I was actually on the over yesterday with okay. the Cubs and the Rockies. Pritch, it was over 11 and a half. They had 11 runs, or so, yeah, they had 11 runs uh, in the sixth inning. No runs the rest of the way. So totals to me, things can happen. You got to mm -hmm. check off every single box. I know it's Coors Field and Public's on the over, but I see some books that I think actually fell 10 to nine and a half. To me, it's a layoff. I feel like I have a better edge with the Rockies money line. So I don't want to, you know, ideally win that play and then like lose a total that I'm not as confident in. So I'm just going to stick to the Rockies there at home in that one. Yeah, I don't blame you at all at all. And, and this matchup right there, Josh, I was looking to see the weather report because I know out there I was checking with some friends. Uh, it's been pretty warm out there. Uh, in Colorado, well, I got 92 degrees. Uh, so yeah, one, <laughs> no, no humidor and <laughs> hot and dry. Uh, so that's why I was looking at that over at nine and a half. How about the A's in their game? What do you have in this one? So I love the A's quite a bit here tonight, Pritch. The only thing is it's moved a ton toward Oakland. So mm -hmm. number one, Oakland opens around minus 210. They're all the way up to minus 280. I mean, Pritch, we talked about steam last night on the Steelers. Right. You know, one up to almost three. The Oakland A's you know, double, triple that. This is like a 70-cent steam move. This is absurd. <laughs> They're playing the Rangers, uh, so though. <laughs> <laughs> they are. And I think the Rangers, we can put them in the uh, in the bucket of, you know, hey, this is a team maybe we bet against down, uh, you know, down the home stretch here. Uh, but a lot of matches here, number one, 
just an incredibly huge steam move that there's been zero buyback on the Rangers. You also look at uh, the A's at home, uh, big home favorite coming off a day off. If you're favored by uh, minus 170 or more, you had a day off 65% this year. Also a really good rest first tired spot. Uh, Oakland had yesterday off the Rangers played and had to travel betting those uh, rested favorites versus a back-to-back team. 63% this year, Pritch uh, doing pretty well overall. And then we look at home favorites minus 200 or more 71%. But here's my thing, Pritch. I can't stomach laying minus 280 right now at the athletics. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to do, I'm not a huge run line guy. I try to, I try to pick my spots. I'm going to go spread. I'm going to go spread athletics run line minus one and a half to win by two runs or more minus 140. Uh, that's going to be my play. The, uh, the run line with the A's tonight. All right. We got a good series heading into the weekend. We got the angels and the Dodgers uh, tonight. Uh, Dodgers minus 200. Not surprised at all right there. Eight and a half the total. Yeah, so my old friend David Price. I'm going to root for my old buddy David Price tonight, Pritch, uh, former Red Sox. Helped the helped, uh, 2018 World Series. Actually pitched, pitched great that year. But uh, part of the Mookie Betts deal to the Dodgers, we all know that. But anyway, Pritch, I like the Dodgers tonight. Um, to me, number one, it's not an overly lopsided play. There's actually, believe it or not, some Otani love there. Uh, just trying to take some big plus money with the Angels. So the Dodgers, a little more than half the tickets, but a good move in their favor. They opened minus 180. They've been bet up to minus 200. Uh, a lot of system matches here. Um, and by the way, Dodgers four games back of San Fran, mm-hmm. but they're still minus 175 to win that NL West. What does that tell you, Pritch? I think the odds makers are still bullish on the Dodgers maybe catching San Fran there for that division. Uh, but interleague home moves, uh, again, you got to play the style of the interleague, uh, you know, of the uh, of the league, whatever interleague uh, home field advantage there is. So that interleague home team uh, is now 78 and 55 if they have a line move in their favor this year, 59%. And this is a big scheduling spot. You know, we talk, you know, we're programmed like Pritch, a lot of football, like, you know, you're on a short week or you had to play the Thursday night. Baseball, it's not as pronounced, but one thing I like to look at, same system match with the A's, matches with the Dodgers here. Um, when you are, uh, first off, arrested favors, back-to-back team, again, Dodgers off yesterday, Angels played yesterday, that rested spot, 63.2%. Uh, if you're a favorite, minus 200 or more off a win, you're 72%. And if you're a home favorite, minus 150 or more with a day off, you're 65%. So I got a lot of matches here with the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Difference to me, Pritch, I'm just going to lay the 200. Um, it's not like a 280 there with the with the um, the A's, which is so high. I really probably want to go uh, go spread there. But um, to me, as long as you're betting Trish not bet to win, you're risking your one unit at minus 200. I'm trying to get a half unit back. Uh, I'm going to take the Dodgers here tonight against the Angels. What about this total? So you're backing uh, David Price here. The total, eight and a half, the over minus 105, the under minus 115. Now, David Price, his last outing, he had a loss. Uh, but then before that, no decision, no decision, no decision, no decision, no decision. I mean, can we trust the Dodgers in that bullpen? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, you bring up a great point, Pritch. Kenley Jansen is a guy who's blown quite a few saves. His numbers aren't that bad. But again, I remember that that Giants series. I think Jansen blew two straight saves there in the bullpen. So hopefully for me and my Dodgers ticket, it doesn't come to that, Pritch. But you bring up a good point. You know, I would lean under in this one. You know, it was nine down to eight and a half. Even some of these eight and a halfs are still juiced up under minus 115. We do see lack of familiarity sometimes. Okay. Uh, again, in a interleague matchup kind of benefits the pitcher because the, the hitter really hasn't seen that pitcher before. Um, so you do see 
see interleague unders do a little bit better than, you know, regular uh, AL, AL versus AL or NL versus NL unders. So I would lean under there. Um, again, big favorite, kind of a low end total. It's falling now, uh, but good point by you, Pritch. Definitely with some under money there. Mm. It's perfect night at Chavez Ravine. It's about 70, 72 degrees. Wind's blowing out, but only about three miles an hour. Um, I'd lean under there, but to me, my edge is bigger on the Dodgers. I'm just going to lay it with the Dodgers here. All right. Uh, common theme here with your gross play of the day involves the Tigers. Uh, what do you have in this one? I can't quit the Tigers. Yes, you I don't cannot know what quit it is. the Tigers. <laughs> I, I love the Tigers. It's really weird. I, I don't. I can't explain it. I don't go into a day saying I want to bet the Tigers. I kind of just, you know, again, I wake up every day and let the board talk to me. Mm-hmm. Look at the overnight lines. What system matches do I have? I try to be against the public with the house with the pros. But um, you know, to me, the the Detroit. Tigers are a team that continues to be really undervalued. Uh, and for whatever reason, the public just sees the Tigers, thinks they stink. But actually, they're only uh, 53 and 58, only five games below 500. And if you actually bet 100 bucks on every Tigers game this year, you'd be up almost $1,400. That's how good they've been for betters. The thing I like about them tonight, Pritch, um, since the All-Star break, I want to say they're like 14 and 6. They've been really good uh, since the break. Um, and then also Cleveland is a team that sold off a lot of guys and is kind of in that that tank mode almost. You have Terry Francona, who uh, poor guy used to love him when he was the manager of the Red Sox. He actually kind of bowed out the rest of the year because of health concerns. And what I like about this one, Pritch, um, I know Matt Manning's on the bump. He's got like a six <laughs> ERA, which scares me, which is why this is a hazmat play going up against Cal uh, Quantrill. But Cleveland is the public play, and yet Cleveland opened minus 150. They're down to minus 130 right now, Pritch. So good move to the Tigers. Um, I can't confirm or deny that Patrick Maher put a couple dimes on the Tigers tonight <laughs> as his hometown team. But uh, I'm going to sweat Detroit, see if I can get some plus money. Contrarian, road division dog, high total line move. Uh, give me the Tigers in this one, Pritch. All right. All right. And then you got Cabrera doing his thing, too, which is fantastic. Not a lot of people talking about that. What, 500 home almost runs? Almost 500. Yeah. Yeah, and almost 3,000 hits. Uh, get ready. The, the old man can still do it, Pritch. <laughs> I know. How about that? Uh, so great job this week, Josh. Uh, again, learning a lot from you as we do these shows and uh, anticipating learning more as we get closer and closer to preseason football, which next week is here before you know it. Uh, and then the real thing will be here before you know it as well. Can't wait, Pritch. And by the way, I learned so much from you as well, my man. So it's always a pleasure. Have a great weekend. And I think you and I are back at it next week. I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to that as well, Josh. Have a great weekend. Good luck with everything. Everybody, good luck with your plays. We'll see you.